Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today I'm flying solo. I am in the studio alone. I'm kind of just winging it, to be honest. I don't really know what's going to come out of my mouth or what I'm going to say today. So you guys are in for a treat. Uh, Let's start with what's going Vaughn. What's going Vaughn with me? This is going to be kind of old by the time this episode comes out, but that's okay. Um, I know that I said multiple times I would never, ever, ever go back to paradise or go back on a bachelor's show. Um, I didn't lie. (laughs) I said that I would never go back to paradise. I was very specific. I said I'd never go back to paradise in Mexico. And I said I'd never go back on the U.S. bachelor show. (laughs) And if you haven't heard by now, I am going to be on the next season of Bachelor in Paradise Canada. So this was filmed in Canada last summer. It's been a long time coming. I've had to hide this little secret for months and months and months now. So it's finally out and I'm very excited um, to finally say that I'm going to be on this season. After this, I can I can seriously say you'll never see me on another Bachelor show. Um, I can't say too much about it right now, um, but it premieres May 8th and it's going to be good. I I think people are like, everyone's like, how can we watch it in the US? Sadly, um, it's only airing in Canada right now. But I feel like if we all like, I don't know, slide into City TV's DMs and like bombard them, maybe they'll we can convince them to show it in the US. I don't know. But it's kind of sad. It's not going to air here. I wish you guys could all see it. But maybe you can find a way to like hack a VPN or something if you guys are crafty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do that personally. Um, But it's going to be a really good season. It's got, like, the difference between the Canadian show and the U.S. Paradise is that U.S. Paradise only uses alumni from, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette. But in Canada, they took alumni from Bachelor and Bachelorette Canada, Bachelor and Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise in the U.S., and they take people that have never been on a TV show ever before. So it's, like, just people that are in Bachelor Nation. Like, I don't want to call them fans, but, like, just people that you have never been on a show before. Um, so it's an interesting mix. It's almost kind of like Love Island in that way where you get like people that have just, that are just new and you don't know. And then like, that's kind of another reason why I decided to go because I was like, I already know that I don't really want to date anyone else in the Bachelor franchise. Like I've been there, done that, slid into everyone's DMs that I thought was hot already. So I was just like, I'll go to Canada to potentially meet Canadian people or people that I like literal strangers. So I was like, I think there's a better chance of me actually meeting someone if I go across the borders. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much all I can say for now. But I am excited and I'm excited for you guys to see it. All my Canadian listeners, you guys can at least watch it. Please tag me and post and do all the things whenever you see me on your TV screen again. I'm excited for that. Um, I think I kind of just want to go into like some of my unpopular opinions. (laughs) I saw this... uh, TikToker recently and she was like getting roasted in the comments because she posted this video about her unpopular opinions about like her long-term relationship and things that she thinks are okay in a long-term relationship. And honestly, nothing that she said was crazy. Like she was just like, I don't care if my partner goes to the strip club. I don't care if my partner doesn't text me while he's out with his boys. And like, I don't care if he likes other girls' pictures. And, like, it was just coming from a very secure, like, we've been in a relationship for five to seven years vibe. And everyone in the comments was like, are you sure you even like your boyfriend? Like, what's wrong with you? The comments were so toxic. But anyway, 
it made me want to talk about any unpopular opinions that I have. So my first one is rap music kind of sucks. <laughs> um, I know it, this must be shocking for you guys to hear. I'm, I'm sure everyone thinks that all black people like rap music. I do not like rap music. And I'm from Atlanta. I don't care for it. Like it does absolutely nothing for me. And I've really tried. And I feel like this comes up every time I date a guy. Like we just don't like the same music because maybe it's the guys I'm dating that are just, they like basic rap music. Like it's like, oh, who's your favorite artist? Oh, uh, Drake or um, who am I forgetting? The one that everyone says is the greatest rapper alive. Um, um, <laughs> help me out, Will. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm thinking. Yes, thank you. Kendrick Lamar or uh, Kanye. I don't fucking know. Whatever. I think it's also because it's a very male-dominated industry. Like, I could kind of get behind female rap. I don't, I don't care for male artists. Like, call me sexist if you want. I don't think their music's as good. I don't relate to it as much. I personally don't give a fuck. I don't like rap. <laughs> You're not going to change my mind. I don't enjoy it. Whenever we get in a car and, like, a guy puts it on, I'm like... I'm not going to pretend like I like this. I like girly music. I like music with really great lyrics that tells stories, that talks about heartbreak that I can relate to, that I can sing along with in the shower, that has a good melody. Like, I think it also depends on how you feel about music in general. Like, are you a lyrics person or are you like a beat and melody kind of person? Because some people literally care, like, will be like, oh, this is my favorite song and don't know the words. Like, don't care about the lyrics, only care about what it sounds like. And then other people are like, the reason, this is me, the reason I like songs and the reason I like music so much is because of the lyrics. Like if something's my, one of my favorite songs, it's because of what it says. So I just think it's so interesting with music that way. But anyway, my original point was, I personally hate rap um, and I don't think I'm ever going to like it. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, moving on to nails. Now, the girlies are going to come for my neck for this one. I think nails and like the time spent, the time and effort that women spend doing their nails, the money spent on doing nails is like one of the most ridiculous, crazy industries in the world to me. Like uh, this is what my nails look like if you're watching on YouTube. Um, they're bare. I don't care. Like I would rather spend money on anything else under the sun than sit in a nail salon unable to use my hands for like people sit in there for hours. Like people go to the nail salon for like three hours and they'll be like, oh yeah, this time it was 250 because I got a dip in acrylics and this and gel and then I got a design. I'm like, are you guys okay? Like, why are you doing this? I don't, I truly don't understand. I get that they're pretty. I like pretty things. I like looking good. I, I just, I the nails thing, I, I can't, I don't get it. I can't support it. Um, and it just it blows my mind that I'm in the minority here because everybody that I know, like all of my friends, everybody, everybody loves nails. They love getting them done. They don't mind paying for it. And they do it like twice, I mean, twice a month. Like if this is a never ending thing, like you have to keep getting your nails done. And I just, I refuse to do it. I don't even like, if I like, if it's a special occasion, I think. Somebody's wedding, I'm gonna be doing a photo shoot. I'm going to be on a red carpet, like whatever. Even for the shows that I was on, like for the TV shows, I was like, okay, fine. People are going to roast me if I am on TV with my nails looking busted. 
So I bought press-on nails before I went, and then I just pressed them on, and I just wore them for the whole month that I was there filming because that's easy, and it cost me, I don't know, $15. But I, I would need someone to explain to me the hype behind the nail thing. I, I don't get it, and I think everyone would have a lot more money um, if they didn't do this anymore. Like, I, yeah. And that, that brings me to, like, coffee as well. <clears throat> this is going to be a big one. I don't like coffee. I don't drink coffee. I think it's a waste of time. And I also think that people are, like, very addicted to caffeine, and nobody really talks about that one being a drug that people are addicted to. Um, and I think you could save a lot of money if you guys didn't drink coffee either. Tea is really good, you know? Um do you do you need do you need the caffeine? Like I feel like it's gotten too normalized to the fact that people wake up every day and they're like, I can't function until I've had my coffee. Like, is that normal? I, I don't think that's normal, guys. Um, I think you guys should look into that. Or the people that are like, I I, I haven't had coffee today, so I just have a raging headache. Like I'm like, um, that doesn't sound healthy. And um, this is just like now a money saving episode. Don't get your nails done. <laughs> Don't drink coffee and you guys could have a lot more money to spend on other things. <laughs> like food, like me. I spend all my money on going out to eat because that's what I like. But um, I don't get my nails done or lashes or I don't know. I shave my head so I don't have to pay for that anymore either. <laughs> Living a very simple life. <clears throat> High school reunions. I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think... The high school reunions. So let's 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 talk about my personal high school reunion. I graduated high school in 2010, and my high school reunion for 10 years was 2020. In 2020, there was a global pandemic, so it got canceled. <laughs> and my unpopular opinion about high school reunions is that like they're cool. Like I am such a sentimental person, and. I just like love looking back on things and like memories and like maybe it would have been cool to go back to, not that I was a loser in high school by any means, but like I think it would have been cool to go back to high school and be like, look, I've made it. I'm a model. Like I'm cool, you know? Um, but also just to see people that you haven't seen in forever. Like I went to a pretty big high school. I think my graduating class was around like 700-ish. Um, but I think that everyone talks about them like, Mine didn't happen, but everyone in this little group chat that we had on Facebook was talking about them like, oh, like, I don't know, like, this is kind of lame. Like, should we even do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is with you guys? Like, this would be fun. Like, it'd be fun to go back. When are you going to go back to high school and see see these people? Like, I don't know. I think it's lost its appeal because back in the day when people, this is what I like to imagine. Obviously, I wasn't there. But like back when our parents had high school reunions it was pretty cool to go see what everyone was doing and like how they turned out. Like, oh my God, so-and-so had a baby. So-and-so got married to so-and-so. Like, this is what happened to them. Now it's like, we can see all that. Nobody really needs a high school reunion because we all know what each other are doing. Like you could literally very easily go on Facebook or Instagram and see what everyone from your high school is doing. So I don't think that's why people care anymore. But I think high school reunions are cool. And I think that if you, well... If you didn't graduate in 2010 or 2011 and you have one coming up that you guys should go because I think they're cool. Like remember when Kim Kardashian went to her high school reunion and she like rented a limo and like brought like she like hung out with like her girls that were her girls in high school and like showed. I mean, obviously very different to show up at your high school as Kim Kardashian. Um, but like they made a whole episode about it. It was like it looked fun. 
yeah, I'm not doing so good with these transitions. I don't, I don't know how to transition from from one unpopular opinion to the next. Like, I'm like, yeah, I hate nails and I love high school. Um, next up, I have restaurants. Look, you guys know how I feel about restaurants. I love restaurants. I'm a big foodie. I go out to eat, like, I don't know, two to seven times a week. <laughs> I don't cook. This is what I've learned about restaurants in all of my studies. If the bread is trash, the restaurant is trash. How do you have a restaurant, right? And and the simplest thing is bread. If you serve me bread that's bad, like I can't trust you. Like there's no way that bread should be bad. Bread is good inherently. It doesn't matter what kind of bread it is. You serve it with butter, you serve it warm, olive oil, balsamic. Like if your bread is bad, the whole restaurant, throw it away. And that's my opinion. And I've never been proven wrong on that. Um, somebody, somebody tell me a restaurant you've been to where the bread has been fire and the food was trash or like vice versa. I would like to see it. Next up, this is, this is interesting. Glossier, the brand. I don't know if you guys know Glossier. If you listen to Harry Tales, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Um, I personally think Glossier is underrated. I think that everyone, this is unpopular because everyone talks about Glossier and like anytime I hear anyone talking about it, people say it's overrated, but I think that's why I kind of like stayed away from it and avoided it. Cause I was like, oh, everything that everyone says is overrated probably is like the hype has gone down. It's not good, whatever. And then they sent me like a little care package and I used this boy brow and I was like, wait, this is the best thing ever. Like, I have three different products that I'm always at all times trying to make my eyebrows look like something that they're not. And I'm obsessed with this boy brow. It's like one, a couple little swipes in the right color and you're on your way. And they have like lip tint. I use their little, um, I don't even know what it's called, their lip stuff. I'm, I'm a Glossier fan. I went to their store recently in Williamsburg for the first time and I'm sold. So Glossier is underrated in my personal opinion. And um, last but not least, <clears throat> for my unpopular opinions today, Blake Lively is boring and I don't like her. <laughs> I have never met the woman personally. And she is a Virgo. And you guys know I ride hard for my Virgos. I usually love them. But I, there must be something else in her chart that I just like don't care for. I don't understand the hype around Blake Lively. I don't think she's that pretty. Like, I think she's just okay um, and blonde. I think you could get away with, sorry to the blondes out there, but like, I think you can get away with just being like average looking and blonde and then people think you're hot just because you're blonde. Um, and I think Blake Lively is one of those people. And I don't know if it's the roles that she plays specifically, but like, I guess I can't judge her on her, like the girl she's pretending to be. Like, let's just take Gossip Girl, Serena Vanderwoodson, for example. But like, I just personally find her annoying. And I don't really think she has a personality. Like she never, when, when have you ever seen her like talk and say anything funny or like, I don't know, just bring anything up that you're like, wow, that was insightful. Like maybe she just doesn't do interviews a lot, but I, I don't understand the hype around Blake Lively. And sorry, Blake, I, I, I don't know. You, you don't do it for me. <laughs> Um, that's it for the unpopular opinions today, guys. We're going to move on to tell it like it is. But first, we're going to do a quick break. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> Let's tell it like it is. 
So Trisha, look, if you guys have a problem with me um, saying your actual names on here, please tell me because I've never really asked like, is this anonymous? Like you kind of just submit the questions and I kind of just sometimes say your name, sometimes I don't. So sorry. If it's something really personal, I won't. But this is, you know, relatable. So Trisha, she asked me, well, she said she's struggling as a single woman in New York to not compare her timeline to others and asked me, how do I deal with it? This is a really good question. I feel like comparison is the thief of joy, as we know, but we still all continue to do it. And I'm with you. Like, it's really hard to kind of turn that off and not look to your left and look to your right and be like, well, she's doing this and she's younger than me or she's doing this and I never got invited to that. Like, it is super difficult and I struggle with it too. Um, I think you kind of just have to continue to tell yourself that their timeline is not the same as your timeline. We're all different people on different paths going to different places. Like, it's not comparing apples to apples. Like, you really are looking at somebody else's life and you have no idea what's coming and what's about to come in yours. And it's just, I don't know. I think you just have to look at it as it's not fair to yourself to compare to other people. And as much as it might look similar, like, okay, she's 30, I'm 30. We both moved here seven years ago. We're both in the same industry. Like, it doesn't matter. We're not the same people. We don't have the same goals. We don't have the same plan. And... I don't know. It's just it's just doing yourself, I think, a disservice to continue to compare because it's only going to breed negative thoughts. You're only going to tear yourself down when you look at somebody else and think, oh my God, they're doing this. I should be doing this. And also, we don't actually know what's going on in anybody else's life. Like, Unless it's, okay, your closest friend in the world and they tell you absolutely everything. But even then, we really don't know what everyone else is actually doing. So you're sitting here comparing yourself to this girl named Chelsea Vaughn on Instagram and you actually have no idea what's going on with me. Like you only know a version of me that I present to you on the internet and that's the same with everybody else. We all present the best version of ourselves and we all put out our highlight reel on social media. So if you're comparing yourself to people on social media, that's that's just comparing yourself to something that doesn't exist. Like it's fake. Um so think about all of that next time you go to compare yourself. And the only thing I think could be healthy is comparing yourself to your old self. So think about goals that you used to have and that you've already accomplished. Or think about how the version of you 10 years ago would have been fucking excited as hell to be at exactly where you're at right now. Um, and then that, I think, will make you feel better. Because whenever I do that, I'm like, damn, I could get down on myself and be like, wow, my podcast doesn't have enough listens. My Instagram is decreasing in followers. I'm not as relevant as I was before. Like, whatever. A list could go on and on. Um, but I can always ground myself by bringing myself back to, like, the 22-year-old version of me that just wanted to move to New York and become a model. And that was, like, my whole dream, like, dream come true. So just do that. Look at your younger self. I don't know if you guys saw that, like, little um, clip of Kendall Jenner talking about how she, like, put a picture of herself on her mirror, like, when she was, like, I don't know. It was like a 12-year-old picture of herself. And like every day she goes in the mirror, instead of saying negative things to herself, she just looks at the picture and she's like, okay, I would be saying that to her, so I'm not going to do that. So you can do that too. But you got this, girl. You're good. Next, somebody asked me what my deal breakers are 
with dating. <clears throat> I think, and I said this on my story, I think that as I get older and as I date more guys, I feel like more deal breakers come up. Like I feel like the list continues to grow. And I think a lot of times people say or assume like, oh, as you get older as a woman, like you have to lower your standards because there's less guys out there and you're not as desirable because you're getting older and the, the dating pool is getting smaller, like all that bullshit. I think the more I date and the more like experienced I get, it's almost like a, I don't know. It's like you're learning more as you go along. So I keep like refining my search, my search results. Um, so I feel like, I think like just the basic deal breakers are like disrespect, dishonesty. Um, like I could give you some shallow ones too and sure I will for fun, I guess. But like if anyone disrespects me, if I feel like it's disrespect, like especially if we barely know each other, like a first, second or third date, if you say something disrespectful, if I think you're disrespectful in any way, like we're done. That's like the quickest way I'll cut you off. Or if I catch you in a lie, if you're lying to me in the beginning of this relationship building, like I can't trust you. This relationship will be nothing without trust. So there's really no point continuing to go on if I just, I think you're a liar. And I think that for me, I... I see red flags in the beginning and in the past I've chosen to ignore a lot of them. I think a lot of us do this, but it's like, it'll be things like, like for example, I dated this one guy and he straight up blatantly lied to me about something. And it wasn't like something silly, like it was kind of serious. Um, and because I liked him so much at the time, this was like a couple months in, um, I was like, okay, well, I've been too harsh in the past. Like, I, I never give anyone second chances. Like, I'm so quick to cut people off. Like, I should give him another chance. I didn't trust him, and I, I thought he was a liar. So, like, there was really no going anywhere from there. And I knew that about myself, and I knew that, like, like I'll talk myself out of things that I think are deal breakers because I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I'm being too picky, and I'm, I'm cutting people off too quick, and I da 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 when in reality, like this is something I'm working on, I need to actually just accept that how I feel about things and not judge the actual thoughts. Cause I'll like judge the shit out of myself. Like I will literally be like, well, you can't think that because that's not right. And then you're being a judgy bitch. Like, no, I think, and I think this comes up like with getting older. And now I'm kind of just like, that's how I feel about something. And I'm okay with dying on that hill. Like if you're not for me, you're not for me. And this guy wasn't for me and I knew that. And at the time I was just like, second chance. Um, it's gonna work out, spoiler alert. Uh, but yeah, so my biggest deal breaker is disrespect, dishonesty. Um, as far as like shallow ones go, mm, I talked about this a little bit on like Cache's episode, but like I, I have a thing for voices. Like I really am very attracted to a guy's voice or not attracted to it. And if a guy is like super hot, 10 out of 10, it's almost like that trend where it's like, he's a 10, but his voice sounds like Kermit the Frog. Like he's a two for me. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't get past the voice. And then it's like, I'm supposed to, what? If we're going to be together for a while, I'm supposed to just deal with that voice for the rest of time. Like I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, it's just a huge turnoff. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is about voices, but it's just like, I could see a guy, a picture of him and be like, wow, most attractive guy I've ever seen in my life. And then he opens his mouth and I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I can't. So voice is like a, that's a real deal breaker for me. Um, 
And I think like, maybe it's because I'm from the South, but like manners is kind of a big thing to me. Um, like just basic table manners um, and just like manners in general. Like I like kind of etiquette and I like kind of like chivalry when it comes to dating and like courting and a guy like talking to me like I want you to stand on the street side when we're walking together on the sidewalk and I want you to open my door and I want you to pour the water in the glass at the table before you pour your own and I want you to like I don't know shake my dad's hand and call him like mister you know like mister or missus like I, I don't know I like that stuff but um I feel like if you can't do that or if you don't know how to do that or if you just, it's not your thing, like, I feel like that'd be kind of a deal breaker for me, um, personally. But yeah, this was a very chaotic episode. Um, <laughs> I'm just in here rambling. I didn't know what I was coming in here to talk about today. But let me know if you guys liked it. We are at Vulnerable Pod on YouTube. I'm almost at 100 subscribers. I didn't think it would be this hard to get 100 subscribers on YouTube. But YouTube is like a different animal. I don't know. I've never had a YouTube channel before. Um, but I've been making shorts. The full episodes are on there. You guys want to put it on your TV, turn it on, watch it like a TV show. I swear it's entertaining that way. And obviously follow me on Instagram at Chelsea Vaughn if you don't already. And I think that's it, guys. Um, keep leaving reviews, please. Five stars. And keep listening. We will see you guys next week. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>